You're with Julian on the brown note and um, another piece on Scott Morrison, but this is really an open letter to Anthony Albanese and the Labour Party as well. He's prob- Scott Morrison's probably my least favourite politician in the modern era, um, bo- including Trump and including Boris Johnson. I cannot stand him. I think he's a lying snake oil snail salesman. It's his level of smug entitlement as well that comes through. But I want to say this. I think that despite his ridiculous popularity with the Australian public, which is making me just not like Australia very much, like the amazing approval ratings he's got and the fact that we're going to have a a coronavirus election next year, which he may well win, uh, Labour can make no inroads into him at all. It seems the public of Australia, or at least half of them, are beguiled by what to me is someone lying every time they blink. Um, I think that things are a lot shakier than they appear. Scott Morrison is on thin ice, and I think that he's on much thinner ice. Politics has a way of changing definite scenarios and becoming completely different within a few months. Now, Scott Morrison's entire presidential authoritarian leadership style is based on popularity with the public through the media. That's something that's a very shaky foundation to build your entire premiership on. It's something that is easy to change as well you can have a best friend and you might hate them if they say one sentence wrong and all it takes is a number of things to collide to completely change the popularity that scott morrison thinks he has now from what i've read and from what i understand he's actually hated by his own party they don't like his authoritarian style his high-minded style and in particular his moronic stupidity bumbling into situations, causing chaos. They don't respect him and they don't like him and they wouldn't mind changing him. So they won't touch him while he's popular, but the second he isn't, he could well come under attack from his own party. Um, Scandal after scandal has beset the Liberal Party in 2020 and they haven't paid for any of them. No one has lost their job. And there is this prevailing wisdom, I think, amongst the Liberal elite, which is the public are worn out by scandal. So it doesn't matter. But I think at some stage it may well matter. And just because no one has bit the bullet yet, that doesn't mean that these things won't cumulatively add up. They're looking at it from the point of view as the public have got scandal fatigue, nothing ever happens. But that's another thing that can change very, very quickly dependent on the scandal and dependent on what gets sucked into the slipstream of that. So that's that's not solid ice either. Um, We are very isolated on the world stage now. So as we found our best friend in the world, the last of the three stooges, apart from ScoMo, is Boris Johnson. Trump's gone. America hates him. Uh, The Democrats are not fans of Scott Morrison. He's no friends in America in the current incoming administration at all. But what he's also found is he is King Cole and he has found himself very isolated on the world stage. He just got blocked from speaking at a climate change function with international actors and helmed by, I think, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson's Tory party, the right wing of the UK, are very much action on climate change friendly. They always have been. They are nothing like the Conservatives in Australia who are pro-coal and pro-fossil fuels. We don't have any friends left. Um, The British right wing are very much action on climate change we are very isolated on this score there are going to be more and more big businesses in australia clamoring for more action on climate change 
it's going to be a very difficult position to maintain. Um, but the thing that is really tipping him over the edge is the China crisis. The self-inflicted China crisis for which Scott Morrison himself solely is responsible for is going to be a very dangerous thing for him. Does it do, like the public are so dumb that 60% of them think that he is uh, that Australia are the victim of Chinese aggression here. They still don't blame Scott Morrison. I think 60% of Australians think that he did the right thing over complaining about the doctored photo or artistic representation or cartoon for some reason on YouTube. People have got very offended by what I call it. I don't care. It just doesn't matter. Um, but they support him and said that he did the right thing in going after China after the Twitter photo or whatever it was. That doesn't equate to big business or the elite of Australia agreeing with him. We are getting cut off at the knees export-wise with our biggest trading partner, and we have just seen today that they are pretty much cutting off something like $15 billion worth of coal exports from, from uh, Australia. Those things don't go unnoted. These things are, are riling up a different part of Australia and a part of Australia, neoliberal pro-work choices Scott Morrison thought he had in the back. I don't think he does. I think these people are going to blame him because it's his fault. And they won't care about the media. They know who did this. And it's getting worse and worse. China are literally blocking our exports, virtually all of them now. And coal is the biggest of all. So he's going to get the blame from the right sources there, maybe not from the public, who for some reason are just beholden to anything he says. But he is on very thin ice. Now, I saw more criticism in the Murdoch press this last month of Scott Morrison than I did in the Sydney Morning Herald. The Sydney Morning Herald is just completely besotted with Scott Morrison and the Liberal Party. They don't hold them to account for anything. But the Murdoch press is a bellwether. And I've read several articles which have really gone to town on Scott Morrison over the China debacle. And I saw an amazing one. And this is the other shoe that might drop. What took down John Howard was work choices. There was, I'd normally slate Joe Hildebrand, but there was a brilliant article by him last week, well worth reading. Instead of being his usual attack on the Liberals, where halfway through he makes the whole thing an attack on the left, this was 100% against Scott Morrison trying to reintroduce work choices and saying that that will mean that he won't get elected at the next election. These moments in the Murdoch press are like bellwethers. Scott Morrison is not on as strong ground as he, as he thinks he is or as the public believe he is. I think that he's got a lot of troubled headwind coming. I, I said Anthony Albanese, the leader of the Labour Party, should get sacked, and I still believe that we need someone with fire in their belly. Assuming that he doesn't, and assuming the Labour Party aren't so stupid, they actually go even milder to the right with the new person, possibly Tanya. No thanks. What's she done as deputy? She's just as meek and mild as him, there is talk that they might go for an even more right-wing person. Disaster. But if we have got Anthony Albanese going into the next election, I'd say, Anthony, reset over New Year and come back as a different person. Because you might have an opponent that is extremely weak under that thin ice. Go for him on the China crisis and go for him on work choices and go for him on the scandals and take the hits. Set him up with China say that you would make friends with China because he won't be able to resist going for the populist bashing you, which will make things even worse with China for him. 
and that could end up being his undoing. That and work choices combined with scandals and the facts that he's not very popular in his own party. If you come out barnstorming next year, you might have a shot at this, but you have to wake up. You have to wake up now. Stop being polite. Stop standing next to Scott Morrison without speaking until you're politely asked to. Come out fighting. Take every bruise you can. Look at Dan Andrews as a perfect example. Go for the throat. Go viciously. Go hard. Go all the time. Never let Scott Morrison get off with anything. Go after him daily because he's on much thinner ice than, it's, than he thinks he is. And you might be able to actually topple him.